0: athlete, parent, or spouse because of it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Building Championship Mindsets, the podcast. This is your host, Dr. Amber Selking, where we're in season six entitled Sports Psych X's and O's. So, here at the Selking Performance Group, we are all about helping individuals, teams, and organizations really understand and leverage the power of mindset and leadership so that we can unleash performance excellence, wherever that might be. And and we work predominantly from the locker room to the boardroom, so from the sports space to the business space. But really, this applies in anything that we do in every area of our life. So in this season, we're trying to bring to you the theories, the models that really drive the work that we do with high performers because we really believe in having a grounded sense and a grounded approach to all the things that we do. Uh, That's grounded in science, It's grounded in research, that people can really understand and start to wrap their heads around, well, why does this work? Why are you telling me to do this? Because I believe that then we can integrate that learning at a deeper level. I also believe that when we understand some of these basic foundations Foundational theories, models, tenets. Uh, We can diagnose and analyze situations and dynamics in a more holistic way, which helps us get to undercovering real issues, or uncovering real issues, excuse me, uh, and really seeking to build ways of growth and true transformation in the way that we think and show up on a consistent basis. So today I want to bring to you something called limited attentional capacity. And so this is a a cognitive brain science understanding of how a attention works. So the last couple weeks I've thrown at you some different theories and models as it relates to focus, attention, concentration. And so this is a really critical fundamental element to understand in terms of how the human brain functions. And so while the subconscious, the unconscious mind has almost unlimited potential and resources, the the conscious mind has, again, what we call a limited attentional capacity. And so the easiest and simplest way to understand this is to just think of a 12-ounce glass of water. And so... That glass holds 12 ounces, and if I were to fill it up with 12 ounces of water, it would be totally full. If I then go to pour more water into it, what happens? It overflows, of course, right? The conscious mind is the same way. And so, you know, if you when you're a little, or maybe you're an adult and you have kids, and, and you tell them, "Hey, don't listen to that music. Don't watch those TV shows. Be careful of uh, what you're watching." right? Uh, What you're reading, what you're listening to, because you're filling that cup, right? And if we are constantly filling our minds with the wrong things, with unhealthy things, then all of a sudden, when good stuff tries to get in, there's no room, it just overflows. The contrary to that, right, is to fix your mind on things that are excellent, noble, praiseworthy, fill your mind with things of purpose and hope and joy and aspirations and good teaching and good foundational thinking. And then guess what? When fear, insecurity, doubt tries to get in, there's not going to be room for that because your cup's already full. It's full of the good stuff, the right stuff, the right ways of thinking. And so that's broadly speaking of of how this applies to how we operate in our lives. And so I'll ask you, what are you filling your cup with? What are you filling your conscious mind with? Go back and take an inventory for yourself on on the last week, the last day, if you will, that's actually a championship mindset training for the day, but I'm getting too excited about this, so I'm interjecting this this early. But your championship mindset training for the week is to go back and and take an inventory of the last week on what you're filling your mind with. Is it things that you are would be proud of? Is it who you're trying to become as a man or a woman or a leader or an athlete or a coach? Or is it stuff that's detracting you from that, that's, that's creating anxiety, that's creating stress, that's just... Pretty much nothing, (laughs) right? We got to be mindful of all of that. So that's sort of broadly speaking, how this limited attentional capacity impacts our life. And and here's what we know, right? What we've learned throughout the six seasons prior to this podcast is that thoughts matter and what we fill our mind with matter because it builds mindsets. Repeated thoughts build mindsets or actual protein patterns that get wired into your brain. So we need to be very mindful of what we're allowing into our brain, into our mind, because we're building that and it's changing the form and function of our brain. Here's the more technical application, right? When we're thinking about coaching athletes or or training team members or employees in your business and when they're learning new skills, every time we learn something, it's taking up part of that limited attentional capacity. And so, you know, this is why when you're thinking about building your orientation or your onboarding program, we need to be conscious of this because a lot of times how organizations build their orientations are you have a half a day or a full day or maybe three days if you're lucky and and you just fire hose people, right? Give them everything all... once. If you're a freshman in college, you have freshman orientation weekend and you get all of it at once. And then, you know, a week goes by and you realize you didn't retain anything because your cup was full you had a limited attentional capacity by the time it got filled up then anything extra was just overflowing so if you're building a freshman orientation program or building an orientation program for your team or organization be conscious of this how are you separating out and segmenting out the information so that your people might actually retain it and be able to think about it and and then right Think about yourself as a coach or a leader when you're trying to train a team member. If you're fire hosing them, while that's okay to a degree, you need to recognize the fact that they're most likely not going to retain anything, and you can't get frustrated when you turn around and say, well, I already told you that. Well, yes, you did, <laughs> but my cup was already full, and by the time you poured more water in, my 12 ounces was gone, and it just flowed right out. And so, again, understand how are you training your team members. It was awesome. We had a bye week with Notre Dame football here recently, and so uh, we were lucky that our bye week actually aligned with our, our midterms week. And so in the weight room, you know, all of the young guys, the coach had to say 10 times what it is he wanted them to do because their brains were full. I mean, they have some... A full load, and so they're trying to learn so much material and write so many papers, and then they go into the weight room and and they can't remember how many sets they were supposed to do or how many reps they were supposed to do. And everybody was like, What is wrong with you guys? And then we remembered, oh yes, limited attentional capacity, and their cups are very, 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 very full right now. The neat part is, though, that our older guys, I mean, they've been through this before, right? So they've learned how to learn in different ways, and and they have a different course load. I mean, as a freshman, right, everything is new, even as a sophomore. And so uh, they, they understand how to manage their days and their lives a little bit more. But it was funny to see this show up just here recently in the last couple of weeks for us as well. And again, just made us all smile and and again, extend some grace and say, okay, you know what, we're just going to post it here so you can look at it 37 times and not have to actually retain how many sets and reps we're actually you to do. So uh, I thought that was a cool way of this being applied in the real world. Uh, but we see it all the time in business as well. You know, again, like I said, when you're bringing a new team member on and, and you give them, okay, here's how you do expense reports, here's how you book your travel, Here's how here's the content of the material we need you to teach or execute or whatever it is that you're doing. And then two weeks later, they're like, so how do I book my travel again, and we just can't get frustrated with that. We have to understand this is how the brain works. But here's the other part of this. This is the beautiful part. So once we learn something really, really, really well, it moves from the conscious into the subconscious. And that's where something that we uh, call automaticity happens. Automaticity, right, is just where something becomes automatic. So you remember when you were first learning to drive a car, you, you know, 10 and 2, you're checking your mirrors all the time. You had to really think about backing up or parking or turning because all of that was new. Your conscious mind was full of all of the details that go into driving. But now, you know, a lot of us are able to carry on a conversation on our AirPods. Odds, right hands-free devices everybody hashtag safety first uh, or carry on a conversation in the car or think about a problem that we're trying to solve while we're driving along or even listen to music and sing along because a lot of those basics tenets of driving have moved from our subconscious processing into or from our conscious processing into our subconscious processing and have developed again what we call automaticity and so again whether you're a coach and you're trying to help your athletes learn or whether you're a trainer or a a a boss, a leader in your workplace, understand that until people are able to move information from their conscious to their subconscious and it becomes automatic, they're going to ask questions. They're going to need to reiterate and, and come back to things over and over again. But if we can be focused in our teaching and our training and allow people to move that into an automatic state, then it frees up the conscious mind for more processing. This is why elite individuals are elite, because the fundamentals and the foundations of their skills are automatic. It frees up then their conscious mind to take in more information, to to see more cues so that they can make minor adjustments as necessary, regardless of what, what trade they're in. So again, championship mindset training for this week is to go back and to take an inventory of your last week of what are you allowing into your mind on a conscious basis. These are things that you're listening to, reading, watching, conversations that you're in. If you're in habitual conversations, you know, in the teacher's lounge, just gossiping, guess what you're filling your mind with? If you're doing some extracurriculars on the computer or the phone, guess what you're filling your mind with? If you're listening to terrible music about hatred and death, guess what you're filling your mind with? Again, be disciplined in your thinking and have courage enough to fill your mind with the right stuff because if and when we do, then all of a sudden when the bad stuff tries to get in, the fear, the insecurity, the hatred, it just won't fit and we can live more fully into who we've been created and called to be as the absolute best versions of ourselves. Thank you so much for taking time to listen to us. Again, you've been listening to Building Championship Mindsets, the podcast, and you can follow us on all the social media platforms. We're on Twitter at Champ Mindsets, on Instagram at Selking Performance, on Facebook at Selking Performance Group, and you can reach me directly, amber at selkingperformance.com. I'd love to hear how you're applying some of the learning that you had on the podcast, or if there's an opportunity for me to to come deliver a keynote to your organization, I'd be happy to. I also have an incredible team of performance coaches here at SPG um, that would love to come alongside of you in your journey toward performance excellence. Thanks again for being with us. This has been your host, Dr. Amber Selking, and from the locker room to the boardroom, I just want to challenge you to continue building your championship mindset.